everyone. I'm here with one of our advisor members, our certified chairs, Verna Boeing. Welcome, Verna. It's great to have you. Thank you very much for having me. No problems. Um, Verna's going to share a little bit of um, of, in, of his own insights from the advisory space. And um, I guess to share a little bit with those listening to this uh, session, I'd love you to start, Verna, please, by sharing a bit about your background and, uh, and what brought you to the advisory space, please. Yeah, th thank you, Penny. And uh, um, yeah, I, I have a background in multiple industries. I worked in uh, automotive and consumer goods and the last 15 years in healthcare in a, in a broader sense. And uh, well, my, my interest into advisory actually started uh, in my first uh, role that I had. I worked in an automotive think tank and I helped uh, also to think about how do you spin off innovation? How do you turn something from a small idea into viable uh, businesses? And, and there I helped with uh, um, academics who had created IP uh, in, in certain uh, activities, uh, mentor them. And that got me going to think about what an interesting situation where people looking for advice, for help, for support to building from a technology idea, uh, uh, economically viable option. And, and this kind of interest between technology and commercial guided me throughout my career. So uh, when I joined in uh, consumer goods, I found ways how to use digital marketing, so technology and, and commercial to create businesses. And then uh, I joined the healthcare industry and, and that was not so obvious for, for many people thinking about the transformative role of technology in there, but there were plenty of uh, um, opportunities and now everybody sees uh, the role of telemedicine, uh, the role of data in healthcare. And I was a board member in, in, a, in a large uh, healthcare company. And since uh, two years, I created a business with my wife. Together, she's a medical doctor. And we're helping startups, scale-ups, medtech companies in the field of uh, digital healthcare. And uh, so that's something that... Uh, uh, what we do and, and, and maybe the red thread between different stints that I did in my career. Yes, that was what I was, uh, what was occurring to me there. It really is a wonderful thread that you've then been able to draw uh, into this next, this, this next phase of, um, uh, of, uh, of activity. And so, so Verna, for other professional individuals who are thinking about taking their pathway into a, you know, portfolio of advisory or, or, or other board style work, um, would you have any, any tips or techniques for those individuals if they're thinking about doing that now? Yeah, that's, I mean, yesterday I, I met uh, at the conference one of my uh, friends and I gave him that advice and he said that was very valuable. <laughs> so I start with that. Start early. So when you're still in the corporate environment and you're tinkering with the idea of a portfolio career, uh, adjacent portfolio career, maybe at first and then going fully in. So networks are not built when you need them you need to start thinking about networks and the way how you be relevant in the future when you're still in a corporate environment, be it industry associations, be it uh, interest groups, be it standardization groups. So think about how you as an individual in the future will create a funnel of relevance. Mm -hmm. And that starts typically with your 
professional background being still accompanied with a logo, with with a role, with and that's the way typically most people look at individuals. They look at first at their role and and the, the company they work for, and that is a super springboard for you to add uh, relevance whilst you're still in corporate. Yeah. Um, really think about growing and, and, and building the network, uh, the, the, the areas that specifically uh, interest you, invest some time, some quality time that will be of immense value when you're then in an advisory uh, capacity. Um, that's really, I think that's really useful. I love that phrase, build your, you know, your funnel of relevance, um, because that's one of the, I guess, the very key um, aspects of of a, of a successful advisor profile. It's it's about having that um, that very high degree of current expertise and maintaining that expertise, um, uh, which goes hand in hand with with remaining relevant to, you know, to your connections and your networks. Um, thank you for those those tips. I think they're really, really useful. Um, I guess on the other side of the equation, Verna, um, you've obviously come across a number of organisations who have been on the path to commercialisation and for whom you've um, made the suggestion of an advisory board or an advisor um, to support that that commercialization process. So uh, what would be, um, if you could share, please, some tips for those businesses, those organizations that are considering implementing an advisory board? Yeah, um, I think they're, they're um, uh, different, different, perspectives on, on it I would see um, and I would characterize them maybe uh, with with the three uh, attributes readiness complexity and and, and and bias and what I mean is um, what are you intense when you're seeking out uh, for for uh, advisory um, and uh, so are you in, in real deep need for solving a, um, a different problem? Uh, are you in a discovery uh, phase uh, where you need diversity uh, of thinking? Um, and, and I think uh, be, be, be really clear about uh, that you really want, <laughs> as, as simple as it sounds, that, you, that you're really open Forward. don't because there's no legal obligation for advisory mm. uh, so it's really a means to help you to get what you want so uh, and it's an individual that maybe triggers uh, the setup of an advisory but also mm. think about how this will tinker down into your organization is your organization ready ready for that? yeah the second thing is uh, also um if it's a single functional topic you may be well uh, go for a consultancy if it's mm. episodical it's the one thing you know mm. but but typically i would think companies would benefit from 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 advisory um as a, as a really a, in the way of setting up an advisory board uh looking at uh, uh, the representation of different thoughts and thinkers and and, and 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 elements if you're confronted with a 
you know, decently complex situation. Uh, yes. Multiple stakeholders, the, the economic landscape is shifting. You, you may need corporations. There's an ecosystem evolving. So typically indications for it, if it's not just a functional, excellent single topic that you want to solve for the year or for the key question of the year, you can still use advisory and consultancy. Mm. Uh, but if there's something evolving, you need a diverse perspective uh, I think that's a great point uh, mm. to to use use advisory, mm. but then it's also um, sometimes it, it's not only the insight um, that you need in order to activate change and transformation in organizations. Sometimes it's also the inner thought process uh, of an organization. But maybe based on the past success that you're not really taking on a new route and advisory can really help bringing different perspective, but also with credibility that is yes. born outside. So this could also be a nucleus for the activation of an insta that you might already had a hypothesis, but it helps you creating traction yeah. inside uh, for uh, activation and implementation of strategies uh, as well as we are all humans mm -hmm. and, um, Sometimes uh, the, the the backing of of, of an experienced group uh, with caveat and uh, uh, on on certain tips and, and and tricks helps internally to get moving. Yes. Okay. So to sort of break the the the, the nexus or break the paralysis a little bit, where mm -hmm. um, that's interesting. And and is that. Um, is that the bias that you that you refer to in those three, the readiness, the complexity, and the bias? Is that where there's a pre-existing sort of um, understanding? Well, we did it this way before, yeah. so therefore it's going to work yeah. this way. So to bring in that different different thinking. Yes, and 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 the, I think it's. I mean, my take from over thirty years of corporate life, it, it's all about people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Technical and other challenges, and 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 uh, biases are very. You know, it's 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 a way to understand to characterize key thinking patterns that sometimes uh, exist in the organization, and some mantras are being repeated, and and they become part of the belief systems, and many of them are really solid because they help to guide in situation a bigger organization to yes. move into ways. But some of them are, are created through the success of the past. Yeah, they are very yes. powerful. But that's the way we do it, you know. Yes. Um, or um, and, and 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 I think awareness about those things uh, is, is really really important. Sensitivity, mm. but they're very hard to change. And I think um, advisory boards can help because advisors could share their own experiences, not coming from a position of uh, only strengths or success. Yes also come out of a situation of experience struggle and, yes. and challenge and then it becomes a you know kind of a mixture of where to go but also how and, yep. and what's the role of the leader and i think this mixture can be yep. a very helpful you know and, component. and yes and and healthy to to see the different um, options that might be available based on others others experience um, yeah Thank you for that. That's that's really interesting, and I think you know, for many organisations, there is there's uh, potentially a, a a challenge with with working through that thinking to um, to then say this is this is maybe a means by which we can we can open our 
open our eyes and open our our sights a little bit um and also opening opening um uh, the heart because yes. sometimes uh, um you know uh transformations also come with a redefinition of how you think about um the, the employees in a time where where this is maybe the scarce resources thinking about the culture and and sometimes a story for someone else is stronger than a powerpoint slide with three bullets on oh yes yes that the 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 personal experience of having been through it been there and 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 survived <laughs> um yeah. it, it talking i guess of of uh, of that that you know, going into unknown territory um, and looking for support in that area. Um, I'm I'm very interested in hearing from you because you've got tremendous experience in the startup and scale up space, as you as you described at the beginning. Um, so I, I'd love for you to share um, what what has been in a couple of sentences your your experience of of serving in an advisor capacity in that in that startup and scale up space. Yeah, well, it is not uh, a single thing. It's you know as colorful as a rainbow. You find <laughs> uh, everything because it's about the characters of the founders and co-founders, the people uh, elements again, as you as you're yeah. saying. Yeah, and I, I mean I admire um, them for the stamina and 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 their exposure. So they're really going through a lot so somebody who is idealizing uh, uh, founders and and think that's a piece of cake and a walk in the park uh, it could not be more different uh, <laughs> so um, what i think is it's very interesting is um, the, the, the different type and areas uh, where they're in where you can support uh, from from business model to technology to strategy to commercialization it is like a kaleidoscope of of uh, what businesses are about in a, in a very focused point yeah. and, and one to the other um and uh, it's very intense um it's very different very colorful but it's also uh, that the advisor is not at the epicenter of uh, uh, a startup so that's something advisors need to be aware you are mm. of support Yes. when they're ready and, and that's sometimes really really difficult to understand is uh, it's not as continuous uh, and structured uh, uh, yes as a more established or larger organization yeah yeah, yes. yeah. So, that comes with its own challenges but i guess yes. this is yeah it's quite unique you like, need to be ready for it for your own ways of working and uh, so being of support of for entrepreneurs Yes, has to come with flexibility, understanding, uh, empathy, um, because it it is a it is is not just the functional expertise. It's also mm. building camaraderie for for yeah. founders because they not have many places where they can. Uh, open yeah, have uh, yes, and ha have that sort of safe safe environment to be to be uh, vulnerable. And and be open to support. Um, for yourself, I'm I'm interested to know um, uh, over the time so far that you have spent serving in 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 an advisory capacity. Um, what for you have been some of the things that have been 
challenging for you, whether that's things that you've had to change in yourself or things that you've experienced of others um, serving in that capacity? What have, what have been sort of the 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 the, bit, the biggest challenges? Yeah, uh, me uh, being being coming from a technology element uh, as as one dimension in, into advisory intelligence, technology changing so fast. What is a the source of your credibility and relevance as a mentor over time if something changes so much. Mm -hmm. It's not like in boardrooms where your general management skills be the kind of longer lasting, that's the way how business is done. But what yes. if this notion of what what, what how our business is done is changing so far? Mm -hmm. So really be open and reflective about where is it an expertise, experience, competence element? Yeah, in a functional or in a specific scope area, and how do you maintain it? How can you be true to being of service? It starts with what is the 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 source of your credibility yes. over, over time. So be yes. very self-critical mm. about that, giving caveat on it, and, and saying, "Look, this was how it was done uh, two or three years ago." in those situations it might have changed yeah uh, so i think this is something being self-aware self-critical mm. uh, be externalizing those elements uh, and not presenting overconfidence in situations that needs openness with curiosity mm. yes yeah that, that's something um it, I, I guess, yeah, and and an ongoing um, challenge to yourself to to remain remain current and um and, and very uh, self aware and and as you say, self critical comes back again to yeah. that that relevance piece, that funnel of relevance. Any any other um uh I, I guess in terms of um, behaviors that are yeah. uh, maybe people bring into advisory boards that that don't belong in an advisory space. That, that have been challenging for you to work alongside? Yeah, I think, um, so the, the whole point of going into a portfolio career, going into advisory is um, being, um, creating a place for you that, that personally uh, reflects your interests, capabilities. Um, and that needs also uh, to, to be true to, uh, your sources of motivation yeah so mm -hmm. to be reflective about the portfolio of of clients that you have uh, uh, created where is your uh, maybe the, the the functional desire fulfilled you, you feel intellectually stimulated um, but also how is the the, the nature of the businesses the structure uh, uh, being in a way that you would like them to see so you have a perspective of mm how the mixture should should look like in order for you to feel good and, and creating the impact, but also having the fun that you want. Yeah. And those things can change over time. So that's mm. what I realized. Um, uh, in the beginning, you 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 experiment and, and, and go here and there, but then you sharpen your view on where you feel like uh, can add most value. And saying no to areas that that may not fit into that. You know? yes. So thinking a portfolio career needs somebody to manage the portfolio and that's you. <laughs> <laughs> you need yes. to know what you like and want 
and you need to see if something is not fitting and you have to be able to say that's no yeah so that's that's something this is uh, freedom that you have and, and that capacity comes yeah. with a self-discipline self-awareness uh, also the ability maybe to select rather you stay focused and having a bit more quiet time if things are not presenting themselves versus getting busy busy for the that sake of yeah being busy and Werner, i'm i'm hearing you know from an individual perspective um knowing knowing your relevance knowing your your um the value that you can bring to an organization um understanding and knowing that that value and that relevance may change over time and it may need to change over time based on evolving needs in your portfolio marketplace i'm also hearing that there's got to be some fun in it along the way um so uh, a, a very healthy balance of um uh, of of self-discipline and and being self-critical and self-aware but at the same time ensuring that what you're building for yourself is is really enjoyable you get as much satisfaction from what you're delivering as the organizations you're supporting get impact and success um yeah. and i and i and i as i say i think that's a very healthy place healthy place to be um Werner Boeing, it's been uh lovely chatting with you today and i really appreciate your insights into the advisor space thank you very much for joining me today thank you for the opportunity thank you